Nature's Wild Sharks, written by Jane P. Resnick. The first thing we'll read is the glossary. It's at the back of the book, and it explains a lot of terms we'll be hearing today. Ampullae of Lorenzi, sensory cells that help shark detect electrical activity, such as the kind given off by an eel. Anal fin, fin on the rear underside of a fish that, along with the dorsal fin, keeps the fish stable in water. Camouflage, the way an animal disguises and protects itself by blending with its surroundings. Carnivore, an animal that eats the flesh of other animals. Cartilage, soft, flexible gristle that joins one bone to another. Human ears and noses are made up of cartilage. Caudal fin, fin that helps a shark or other fish move forward, also known as a tail fin. Cold-blooded, having a body temperature that is not regulated internally, but adapts to the temperature of surrounding air or water. Copepods, type of plankton eaten by large sharks. Cornea, the clear coating of the eyeball that covers the iris and pupil and admits light. Crustaceans, class of joint-legged animals with a hard outer covering, includes lobsters and crabs. Denticles, hard, tooth-like scales on a shark. Dorsal fin, large fin on the upper back of a fish that keeps the fish from rolling over. Egg case, tough outer covering of a shark egg, often shaped like spirals, screws, or rectangles. Each egg case holds one egg. Elasmobranchs, the family of fish to which sharks belong. Evolve, to gradually change or develop. Gills, breathing organs of fish and other water animals. Most fish have one pair of gill slits, but sharks have five to seven pairs. Gill raker, a bony strainer at the back of the throat of plankton-eating shark that strains food from the water and keeps solid substances from flowing into the gills. Lateral line, a line of canals from a fish's head to its tail that sends messages to the brain, warning it that other objects or creatures are nearby. Canals receive messages from vibrations in the water. Megalodon, ancestor of the great white shark that lived about 12,000 years ago. Migration, an animal's move away from or to its breeding or feeding grounds at certain times of the year. Mollusks, an animal that has a soft, muscular body but no backbone. Snails, mussels, and clams are mollusks. Nictating membrane, the lower lid that covers and helps protect the shark's eye in dangerous situations. Nursery, the place where a mother animal, such as a fish, lays her eggs, gives birth, or raises her young. Pectoral fin, Fin on both sides of a fish's chest used for balance. Pelvic fin, 
center fin on a fish's underside that helps it balance, steer, and stop. Plankton. Tiny animals and plants living in the sea that are the basic food for larger sea animals, such as whales and whale sharks. Predator. An animal that hunts other animals for food. Prey. An animal that is hunted by other animals. Pup. A baby shark. Serrated. Notched at the edge, like the blades of saws or steak knives. A shark's teeth are serrated. Spawn. To produce eggs. A female shark places her eggs in the water, then the male fertilizes them. Spiracle. A breathing hole or blowhole. Vibrations. Quivering or trembling motions that can be heard or felt. Chapter 1. Shark. Introducing Sharks. Terrifying, magnificent, mysterious. Sharks are masters of the sea. They're real survivors, built so well that in the last 150 million years, they've had very little need to change or evolve. And in some form or another, they've been around for about 400 million years. Even before dinosaurs ruined the land, sharks ruled the oceans family matters. Sharks belong to the group of fish known scientifically as elasmobranchs. There are more than 780 species, and they are very different from one another. Some are large, but most are fairly small. In fact, only 39 species are over 10 feet long. The largest is the whale shark, as big as a whale, and the smallest is the 6-inch Spined pygmy shark. Telltale teeth. How do we know there were ancient sharks? Their teeth have survived. Teeth are the best clues to shark evolution we have. Although entire bodies of some sharks were found in the 19th century, usually it's the teeth or even the scales that have been preserved. Fossil teeth tell us about sharks that existed millions of years ago, where the oceans used to be. People used to believe that sharks never sleep. That's not true. Scientists have observed more and more sharks taking time out to rest on the bottom of the ocean. Nurse sharks sleep in piles of up to 40 members. They are meat eaters. Almost all sharks are carnivores or meat-eating animals. They eat other fish, even other sharks and sea mammals like dolphins, and seals. Some feed at the surface on plankton, a mixture of plants and shrimp-like creatures. Then there are the bottom-dwelling sharks, which feed on crustaceans such as crabs and mollusks such as clams, crunching them with their specialized teeth. No one knows how long a shark lives. Scientists think the spiny dogfish shark may live as long as 30 to 70 years. To make a better guess, scientists now tag sharks in the wild and mark their vertebrae, backbones, with a chemical. The shark's vertebrae have growth rings, just like a tree, which grow over time. Scientists can later count the rings formed since the marking and guess at a shark's age. Sharks live 
all over the ocean, in cold to temperate waters, usually cooler than 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Some live in shallow waters, while others live in the deep on the ocean floor. Some, like the blue shark, migrate or travel thousands of miles. And some species, the bull shark in particular, can even swim from salt water into fresh water. Bull sharks have been found in the Mississippi River. Chapter 2. Built to Last. A shark's amazing teeth, fins, gills, and skin. Sharks used to be called living fossils because they seemed so primitive. However, the more scientists study sharks, the more they believe sharks are complex animals. In fact, sharks may be one of nature's best designs. Most fish have skeletons of bone and are called bony fishes. A shark skeleton is different. It's made of cartilage, the same kind of material as the human ear and nose. Shark cartilage is not as hard as bone, and it is tough and flexible. The skin of most fish has scales, but shark scales are different. Called denticles, shark scales are constructed like teeth, very hard, sharp teeth. Shark skin is like a spiny suit of armor. You could be injured just by touching a shark. A shark swims like no other fish. It doesn't flap and wiggle through the water. It glides. Its pectoral fins are stiff and are used for going up and down. The caudal fin is moved from side to side to propel the shark forward. Although some sharks can go fast enough to leap out of the water, sharks aren't built to swim fast all the time. Sharks are built to cruise slowly for long distances. Most fish use gills to breathe. Water passes into their mouth and out over the gills, which absorb oxygen from the water into the fish's bloodstream. Unlike most fish, which have only a single gill covering, sharks have five to seven gill slits. Most fish have a swim bladder that fills with air to keep them afloat when they're not swimming. A shark doesn't. It has to keep swimming to keep from sinking. But the shark has at least one flotation device, a big liver. The liver, which is sometimes a quarter of the shark's weight, contains oil. Since oil is lighter than water, it helps keep the shark afloat. Sharks are cold-blooded, which means their blood changes temperature as the water changes. But some sharks, the great white, the threshers, the salmon, and two kinds of mako sharks are known as warm-bodied. They have a special heating system, so their blood usually is warmer than that of other sharks. The jaws of a shark are the most powerful on earth. Both upper and lower jaws move. To bite, a shark strikes with its lower jaw first, then the upper. It flings its head from side to side to tear loose a piece of meat. Chapter 3. Super Sharp Senses. How a shark uses them to hunt. A shark can hear, smell, and feel everything in the water at great distances. With these super sharp senses, a shark has an excellent design for hunting. 
A school of fish may be passing through, or a fish may be hurt. The shark knows the difference, and it reacts quickly, zooming towards its prey with deadly accuracy. Sharks are often thought to be swimming noses, that they use only their brain to smell out food. Some, however, are fairly smart and can learn. Generally, the more active, fast-moving sharks have brains that are more complex than those of the slower, bottom-dwelling sharks. A shark can hear movement in the water, but it can also feel the vibrations by using its lateral line. This is a line of canals that runs from the head to the tail, linked to the surface of the sharks by pores. Each canal is filled with seawater and contains special sensory cells with hair-like projections. These hairs move with vibrations in the water and then send the message to the shark's brain. Most sharks have no eyelids, but some sharks have three, an upper, a lower, and a second lower lid. This second lower lid, called the nictitating membrane, can clamp shut and protect the whole eye in dangerous situations, like when a shark feeds. Sharks do have a good sense of smell. In that sense, they are swimming noses. Two-thirds of a shark's brain controls its sense of smell. The two nostrils on a shark's snout are full of cells that detect odors in the water. In one experiment, sharks smelled a small bit of tuna from 75 feet away, smelling one part tuna juice to a million and a half parts of water. What do cats and sharks have in common? Their eyes. Both have eyes with a mirror-like layer that reflects the light. This physical trait allows them to see better in the dark. So, whether in clear water or murky seas, a shark can still hunt. All creatures have an electrical field. A shark feels this electrical activity with sensory organs called ampullae of Lorenzini. Leading to these organs are many pores, sometimes over 1,500 on a shark's head. Using its ampullae, a shark can find flat fish hiding under the sand. Because the earth, too, has a magnetic field, it is thought that sharks may use this sense as a compass as well. Chapter 4. A Bite to Eat. How and What a Shark Eats. Think of sharks, and you think of sharp, pointed teeth. But there are many different kinds of teeth. Shark teeth are so unique that scientists can identify sharks by them, or by the bite they leave behind. Sharks have a lifetime supply of teeth, rows and rows set in the soft tissue. An adult probably goes through 7 to 12 sets in one year. Each time a tooth is lost by biting or through aging, a new tooth moves forward and takes its place. Some sharks, like the cookie cutter, swallow whole sets of teeth at one time when eating. Sharks do not chew. They swallow things whole or in big pieces. Some use their teeth like a fork and knife. They have pointed teeth in the lower jaw to puncture the prey and serrated teeth in the top to saw away at meat. But teeth vary from shark to shark 
because the shape of a shark's tooth is related to the type of food it eats and the way it hunts. Scientists have found the teeth of a creature they call the megalodon, an ancestor of the great white shark. It lived about 12,000 years ago, and it was huge. Its teeth were six inches long, more than twice the size of a great white's teeth today. Eating to survive is the name of the game in the ocean, and sharks are the champs. Some eat plankton, some eat mollusks and crustaceans, like snails and shrimp, at the bottom of the ocean. Then there are those that eat larger prey, such as seals, turtles, seagulls, and dolphins. Sharks don't just eat other sea creatures. They also eat each other. Once, a tiger shark was caught with a bull shark in its stomach. And the bull shark's belly, scientists found a black-tip shark. And the black-tip's stomach revealed a dogfish shark. Normally, sharks dine alone. But sometimes, they have a vicious party, a feeding frenzy. One feeding shark may attract others. Racing to the scene, they slash at the prey and bite wildly at anything that gets in their way, even each other. Then it's over as quickly as it began. Chapter 5. Special Delivery. The Ways Sharks Are Born, or Hatched. There are three ways that sharks begin life. They hatch from eggs outside their mother's body, the way chickens do. They hatch from eggs within the mother, and then are born. Or, like people, their mothers give birth to them. Sharks have from one to one hundred babies at a time, depending on the way they reproduce. The ones that give birth to a fully developed shark have fewer babies at a time than sharks that lay eggs outside their body. Sharks that are born, instead of hatched, grow inside the mother in much the same way human babies do. However, it can take sharks a long time, more than nine months, to finish developing. The spiny dogfish is pregnant for almost two years with her pups. Shark eggs are not egg-shaped, like chicken eggs. They are tough, leathery, and rectangular, or shaped like spirals and screws. As the baby shark develops inside this egg case, it feeds on the yolk part, like chickens do. In 8 to 14 months, a shark is fully developed right down to its teeth. A female sand tiger shark carries eggs that hatch inside its body. It produces many eggs, but the first to hatch is sometimes the only one born. This baby may eat its undeveloped brothers and sisters. That's how it grows, and grows. When it's born, the baby is about 40% the size of its mother. That's almost half. Although sharks do not care for their babies until after they come into the world, mothers will search out safe places called nurseries where they can lay their eggs or give birth. The Port Jackson shark mother seems especially attentive to finding a safe place for her eggs. Scientists think that she carries them around in her mouth after laying them, looking for a reef crevice in which to lodge them for safe hatching. 
A baby shark is called a pup, but it doesn't lead a dog's life. Its mother doesn't feed it or give it hunting lessons. In fact, grown sharks are happy to make a meal of their tender babies. To survive, many young sharks go close to shore to grow up on their own. There are small fish there to feed on and no large sharks around. Chapter 7. Weird Relations. Sharks with Unique Features. All sharks are hard to get to know. They have such a large living space, they often can't be found. Some sharks are rarely seen at all, and some are so weird to look at that when you see them, you may think they're not sharks at all. In fact, one thing that is easy to see is how different sharks are, especially in the way they look. For example, having eyes and nostrils sometimes a yard apart, the hammerhead shark is able to sample a wide range of water at one time, sniffing out food as it swings its head from left to right. And as if one weird head weren't enough, there are many types of hammerheads. The frilled shark is often called primitive because it closely resembles some extinct species, some types of sharks that have disappeared from the earth. The frilled shark has a slithery, snake-like body and 300 teeth set in 27 rows. The thresher shark has a 10-foot tail. That's about half as long as its body. This shark herds small fish together and hits them whack with its tail. Threshers are thought to be harmless to humans, but there is a story about one fisherman in the Atlantic who lost his head when swiped by a thresher's tail. Cat sharks live mostly in deep waters and are rarely seen. They are one of the largest shark groups and live all over the ocean, but very little is known about them. Maybe it's the strangest looking shark of all and because it lives in deep water, we almost never see it. Until found off the coast of Japan in 1898, the goblin shark was believed to be extinct for 100 million years. The cookie-cutter shark is only 20 inches long, and it feeds on whales and dolphins. With its circular set of teeth, the cookie-cutter chomps a perfectly round hole in its victim. Its teeth are so sharp, it has damaged rubber-covered parts of submarines. Some sharks are so gentle, they can be kept in aquariums. The zebra shark, also known as the leopard shark, is very gentle. It's spotted like a leopard, and its tail is half its length. Bullhead sharks are the oldest unchanged sharks. Fossils of them have been found in rocks 200 million years old. Chapter 8. Danger. Sharks considered dangerous to people. Here's the nightmare. You see a fin, and then a giant shark grabs you and crushes you with its teeth. Wake up. It's probably a dream. Here are the facts. Worldwide, fewer than 100 people are attacked in an average year by sharks. Some of these cases are provoked attacks, where the shark is caught or trapped, speared or somehow bothered by people. 
The great white shark is one of the largest, most dangerous predators. Credited with more attacks on humans than any other shark, it can grow to 11 and a half feet long and weigh up to 3,000 pounds. 20-foot-long great whites have also been reported. It's one of the few sharks known to lift its head above the water. The tiger shark is second only to the great white in the number of attacks on people. There is very little in the sea that the tiger shark doesn't eat. Some have been found with a few weird objects in their bellies, such as boat cushions, unopened cans of salmon, an alarm clock, tar paper, and a keg of nails. Seeing a hammerhead in the water might be enough to scare a swimmer to death, but scientists don't think that hammerheads are man-eaters. However, they consider a few kinds like the great hammerhead and the smooth hammerhead to be potentially dangerous because of their size. About 27 kinds of sharks are known to have attacked humans, and there are others considered dangerous. Shark attacks usually occur when there are a lot of people in fairly warm, waist-deep water. It's possible that all the vibration in the water resemble those of a wounded fish, a favorite shark meal. Attacks also occur while people are fishing. The mako is powerful and thought to be dangerous. It is the fastest shark of all, clocked at 43 miles per hour. It is known to leap out of water, sometimes into boats. Also, the mako seems to have very little fear. A large 730-pound mako was once caught with a 120-pound swordfish in its stomach, sword and all. The bull shark doesn't look as frightening as the great white but it is in some ways more dangerous, certainly in the tropics. Listed as the third most dangerous man-eater, the bull shark swims in places that people do, in salt water and in fresh water. People have tried over and over again to come up with chemical products and special diving suits that will repel sharks. One kind of suit found to help protect divers against bites is made of steel mesh. Chapter 9. Huge and Harmless. The Whale Shark, Megamouth, and Basking Shark. Sharks are not always fierce and aggressive. Some sharks are harmless. And strangely enough, the most harmless sharks are huge. These two characteristics, which do not seem to go together, belong to the Basking Shark, the Whale Shark, and the Megamouth Shark. They are the gentle giants of the shark family. Believe it or not, whale sharks are so harmless, they let divers hold on to their fins for a ride. One diver says the feeling is like clinging to an underwater freight train. When the whale shark becomes tired of their human passengers, they dive deep into the sea. The whale shark is the biggest fish in the world. Only about 100 have ever been seen. One captured near Pakistan in 1949 measured 41 and a half feet long and was estimated to weigh 33,000 pounds. About 20 years ago, a Navy ship off Hawaii accidentally hauled in a type of shark that had never before been discovered. 
It weighed over 6,000 pounds. Scientists gave it a name to fit its face. Megamouth. It was another harmless giant shark. A basking shark can usually grow to 30 feet long and 8,000 pounds. This fish is a mammoth sunbather. Its name comes from its habit of lying motionless in surface waters with its back above the surface and its nose and its fins sticking out as if it were basking in the sun. These huge plankton-eating sharks feed by keeping their mouth open while swimming forward. Whatever comes in is strained from the water by gill rakers at the back of their throat. After a while, they swallow their catch. A cruising basking shark can strain about 2,000 gallons of water an hour. Plankton is the diet of these big sharks. Copepods, barely visible shrimp-like creatures, are a large part of plankton. Scientists figure that sharks eat about 1% of their body's weight each day. For an 8,000-pound basking shark, that's a lot of plankton. 80 pounds. Chapter 10. The Deep, Bottom-Dwelling Sharks What's more mysterious than the deep blue sea? The sharks that live there. There are many different types of bottom-dwelling sharks, and a few of them are really strange-looking. Some eat mussels, clams, and snails. Others prey on the swimming creatures that share their home at the bottom of the ocean. It's flat, like its relative, the skate, but it swims like a shark, powered by its oar-like tail fin. It is a shark, an angel shark, but it's not an angel. Although the angel lounges motionless on the bottom, it has a swift and deadly bite, having sharp dagger-like teeth for impaling fish and crustaceans. Fishermen who have tangled with it call it the sand devil. The sawtooth shark has teeth on the outside of its mouth. It has a long, flat, blade-like snout with teeth on both sides like a saw. Unborn saw sharks have soft teeth that are folded back until birth, when contact with salt water hardens them. This protects the mother carrying the baby shark inside her body. There is a strange-looking bottom dweller called the horn shark, it can be found in shallow waters, too. Why is it called the horn shark? If you look closely at its dorsal fin, you can see a little horn at the front. People make jewelry out of these pretty fin spines. To lie in wait on the ocean floor is the carpet shark's hunting plan. And no wonder, carpet sharks have markings that blend in with the sand and a head that looks like a mop of weeds. No one sees it. Any fish that comes by is quickly snatched. Spiny dogfish, smooth dogfish, spotted dogfish, chain dogfish. Dogfish sharks are a large, varied family, and their names prove it. In the 1400s, people with little knowledge of the sea gave them the dog tag. They called the sharks sea dogs, or dogfish, simply because these sharks have sharp teeth. The swell shark is a lazy bones, deep-bottom fish. 
It is so sluggish that it's called Sleepy Joe. But when threatened, this shark swells up by gulping air until the center of its body is nearly twice its normal size. Why? Perhaps for defense or to wedge itself into a tight hiding place. Both are swell ideas. Chapter 11 Flat-Finned Kin Rays, Skates, and Sawfish Rays are the shark's closest relatives, for they, too, have skeletons made of cartilage. The rays are quite graceful, gliding through the water with pectoral fins shaped like wings. With a flat body, these fish have eyes on top of their heads, a mouth and gills on the bottom, and a nose at the forward tip. A manta ray streaks through the water with two fleshy parts that stick out of its pectoral fins, like horns. These horns act like scoops, channeling fish, plankton, and other food into the manta's great mouth. How do you approach a fish that has a name like stingray? Very carefully, the stingray looks a little like a pancake with a tail, but it's dangerous. It has a poisonous dagger or spine in its tail, and it lies on the ocean floor in shallow waters. If a swimmer steps on it, the result may be a sting, or much worse, paralysis. Lurking in coastal waters around the world are more than 100 kinds of stingrays. Some grow very large, weighing well over 600 pounds, sometimes with a fin span of more than 10 feet. Some rays can deliver high-powered electrical shocks. One of these electrical rays is called the torpedo ray. When it feeds, it swoops around small fish and shellfish, wrapping its pectoral fins around them and delivering a shock of 200 volts or more. The egg cases of a skate are often found on the beach. These cases are little black rectangles with strings. Long ago, people who found them thought they were left by mermaids. Even today, the skate's egg cases are called mermaid's purses. What's that shadow gliding along the ocean floor? It's a skate, an animal belonging to a large branch of the ray family. It's shaped like a kite, and its fins seem to ripple as it swims. Eating fish, snails, and clams at the bottom of the sea, the skate can grow up to six and a half feet long and weigh up to a hundred pounds. It's easy to see how the sawfish, another member of the ray family, got its name. It has a saw-like snout with razor-sharp teeth on the outside. By simply thrashing its head from side to side through a school of fish, the sawfish gets plenty of food for dinner. Chapter 12 Sharks and People How People Affect Those Toothy Creatures The shark is often used as a symbol for things that are frightening or dangerous. But through studying them, Scientists have learned enough about sharks not to think of them simply as killing machines. In fact, people are more dangerous to sharks than sharks are to people. We hunt them, pollute their waters, and cause them injury, sometimes depleting whole populations. 
Shark teeth have been treasured for hundreds of years. People used to use fossilized teeth as charms to ward off evil and protect against poisoning. Pacific Islanders use shark teeth to make weapons. Today, people make jewelry out of shark teeth. People have hunted shark for their skin for centuries. Shark skin is 100% stronger than cowhide. It's used like any other leather to make products such as shoes, belts, and purses. Shark steak? Or shark's fin soup on the menu? It's true. Soup is made from the fibers within a shark's fin, and shark meat is cooked like any other fish. In the United States, mako is sold all over. But in many countries, shark steak may appear on the menu under a different name. The piked dogfish is known as rock salmon in Britain and as flake in Australia. Sharks' livers were an important source of vitamin A until the 1950s, when scientists learned how to make this vitamin. Now sharks are important to human health in other ways. Shark cartilage contains a chemical that is used to make skin for burn victims, and shark corneas have been successfully transplanted into human eyes. Scientists also study sharks just to find out more about them, but it's not easy. When you can locate them in the vast open sea, they're not always doing the things that you want to find out about, such as giving birth, schooling, or sleeping. But scientists have come up with procedures like tagging and tracking to get to know sharks better. That is the end of Nature's Wild Sharks, written by Jane P. Resnick. This book was read by Jerry Valencourt at the studios of the Connecticut Radio Information System.